on this episode of the Preferable Podcast, hosted by myself, Jaden Watkins, Rio Timberlane sits down for an exclusive virtual interview with myself and shares wisdom from his experiences with overcoming addiction that he claimed ruined his life, but what I claim pushed him into his purpose. You don't want to miss this episode of the Preferable Podcast, hosted by myself, Jaden Watkins. Season 3, Episode 13. Thank you for tuning in to the Preferable Podcast, hosted by myself, Jaden Watkins. I am so excited to be jumping into this episode on today. I know that uh, my conversation with my guests on today will inspire so many people. I first want to say thank you to all of my listeners out there who keeps me going, those who comment on posts, share different videos. I appreciate you, and I want to say thank you from the bottom of my heart for your continued support. This episode, season three, episode 13, make sure that you share with someone. I would like to first apologize to the Spotify listeners for some of the recent episodes not appearing on Spotify. Myself, Anchor, and Spotify had some tough technical difficulties that we have been trying to work out. But you can always head over to jadenwatkins.com. That is J-A-Y-D-E-N-W-A-T-K-I-N-S.com to sign up for the newsletter so that you will be notified when new episodes are released and the platforms that you can listen to the episode on. I would like to give a special thank you to the ALA Public Relations Team, founded by Angela Lewis. Now let's jump into the meats and potatoes, as my teacher would say, of this episode. In this episode, Mr. Rio will be sharing his opinions and his beliefs, and I hope that no one gets offended, and he will be speaking from his experiences and um, experiences with hearing other um, people's testimonies, other people's uh, research as well. So this episode may not be fit for a lot of younger um, kids, but I hope that um, older teens such as myself and adults will be encouraged by this episode. This episode's guest uh, has over 20 years of experience working with thousands of people, helping them reprogram their mindset and rebuild their belief systems to create healthy relationships. I am talking about uh, Rio Timberlane. His upcoming book, The Joy of Lucid Love, will be on sale soon and will feature a story of when his internal system of checks and balances finally fell apart and he had to face the fact that his marriage had failed while he was addicted to sex, anger, and control. His whole system of beliefs had gotten twisted up in conflicts between how he grew up, military perspectives, religious teachings, and modern philosophies 
at 40 years old, he had flunked. He claimed, y'all, that he flunked life. But you will find out later in the episode uh, that didn't quite happen. His life tragedy set him on a course to discover how paradigm shifts happen and how to intentionally cause them. After cleaning up his own brief system, now able to remain healthy in virtually all relationship circumstances, free of stress, worry, and anxiety, and a host of other emotional battles is what I would describe them as. Timberlane sought to develop universal transformative tools others can use in their lives regardless of their background. After 20 years of research and development, Timberlane has begun sharing his treasure, love of truths with the world. He now focuses on teaching this new science and art, along with providing one-on-one -on -one sessions with four clients who seek to make major life transforma uh, transformative changes to their belief systems. He is now traveling the world, observing various cultures in search of more truths. Please help me extend a warm welcome to Mr. Ryo. Timberlane. I mean, Rio Timberlane. Please forgive me. Hello, Mr. Rio. How are you doing on today? I'm I'm fantastic. Jaden, you did a great job there in the bio. A lot of big words that you're not accustomed to, huh? Yes, that we don't use on a regular basis. So I want to apologize also to the listeners. You may be like, what is going on here? The different things are breaking up and I'm trying to, I was trying to get them right. <clears throat> but anyway, here we are to God be the glory. Now, in your opinion, how can each and every one of us make the world a better place? You know, that's a great question that um, everybody asking themselves that, you know, it seems like we're just an individual we're you know what what can we do to change the world and it's amazing how influential an individual can be like yourself Jaden that um, you know you've come uh, two two years two three years now in your journey uh, as a po podcaster and how many lives have you touched how many um, guests have you brought on that have answered a question that somebody had or um, gave them hope in some way or perspective about uh, life that they had never considered before. So I think really that every person asking themselves that, um, it, the, uh, it's a very personal thing. They, they need to reach inside and find what they have to offer to the world and free themselves to offer it. Free yourself to offer it to the world. That goes back to um, allowing your purpose to be effective in a world that seems like is full of darkness, which will be talked about in the next episode about <laughs> making sure that your light shines even in a dark world. Now, speaking of a dark world, um, you have an analogy of lanes on a highway. Can you please give your analogy 
on how certain seasons of life are like lanes on a highway. Well, so um, in the book, the, the message in the book is that relationships can be simple. And uh, the analogy that you're referring to is um, that I, I invite people to look at their relationships and what's going on in a relationship, kind of like driving on a highway, like the highway of life. That if we're clear about where the lane lines are, the lines that tell us that this is our lane, then we can even pass in opposite directions with people and not have a problem. But if we're not clear about those lines between lanes on the highway of life, we wander over into somebody else's lane and then, you know, boom, we have this, this crash and it becomes very painful. So the, the first thing that we have to, to begin to understand is what makes that line. And there's four simple laws that are described in the book that could actually be taught to a, a teenager on the playground, like with a swing and uh, teeter-totters and um, playground tools, toys that you use every day and you know how they function. And we can have conversations about how relationships are functioning like that teeter-totter and what um, makes it go up and down on one side or the other. And as you begin to learn how to operate in, um, in the natural way that the relationship functions, then you become clear about where those lines are. And if somebody gets in your lane, you know how to um, move them out without it being a big uh, argument or you know, a big confrontation. Mm, moving them out without it being so um, such a what word did you use? You use difficult. a confrontation. I, I, I'm, I apologize to your audience for using words they're not familiar with. But think about this. When somebody, um, you feel like they're, they're getting into your space, and we call that a lane, and usually that's some kind of disrespect. You know, you're, um, maybe it's your physical space or maybe it's a responsibility that you have and they're stepping into that. And we tend to... Um, react with anger and maybe frustration and and maybe we're, we uh, get loud and an argument follows. And that's, that's like crashing on the highway because we get in, somebody got in our lane and we just crashed into them. When we understand um, how to have a healthy relationship, there's actually, there's two bonding forces. There's one that pulls us together and there's one that pushes us apart. And when we understand how to use that, that uh, bonding force that pushes people apart, then we can use that to move somebody out of our lane without it being an argument or a big fight. Mm. It sounds really simple, doesn't it? <laughs> but yes, but then when it comes time to do it, it's not always as simple as it sounds. So, uh, mm. And, and what, you just, what you just spoke to there, the mechanics of it are always simple. But sometimes inside of us, there's emotion that just 
flares up. And where does that emotion come from? That's usually some subconscious programming that causes that emotion. And that's what I work with with clients. You know, like if um, they they find themselves in a pattern of being disrupt disruptive in their life, maybe destructive or sabotaging or being angry all the time. Um, we look at how their subconscious program is driving that and um, make a change there. And then that emotion goes away, the behavior goes away, and then you're able to operate in a healthier way. One thing over the past um, few years since the birth of what we call social media, we have um, allowed ourselves to instead of trying to confront the problem face to face, uh, we go to social media and sometimes try to start more uh, problems. And sometimes we should, no, we should always confront the problem face to face as we confront the person face to face. Now, Mr. Uh, Rio, how do you think social media has played a role in changing people's perspectives and how they live? That's a really, really big question you ask. I mean, the, the impact of social media um, can be looked at from a lot of different perspectives. And somebody who's grown up, like in your, your life, the internet has been around for, for your whole lifetime. Um, you really don't have a perspective of how relationships functioned before social media became a thing. And so you don't have, um, maybe you don't have resources to draw on to understand what kinds of impacts uh, the social media has made. But I think the most, um, uh, it's a double-edged sword kind of thing that there's a good aspect to the anonymity that it provides, but it also can be very detrimental. And so, you know, people can argue one way or the other, but it is a reality that we're in now that social media is a very big part of pretty much everybody's life. And the question then is, who do I want to be in all of my representation of who I am, whether I'm anonymous in social, some social media, media setting or if I'm face to face with a person in real life? Who am I and am I being true to myself? I think that's the bigger question. Speaking of being truthful uh, to yourself, um, why should we always be authentic and not try to be like someone <laughs> or something that we see on social media? Of course, it's always good and nice to look up to someone but why is it so important to value how authentic you are by not trying to be just like them, but being your true authentic <laughs> self? Well, see, you you ask some really um, mature questions. Like you you think beyond your age group. I'm I'm really impressed with you, Jaden. Um, the first thing I think is to understand what authenticity is. The um, 
the way we know when somebody is authentic is that there's actually three three forms of communication. There's the um, the verbal communication, and um, people can say almost anything. But then, does their behavior follow that? Does it support it? And beneath that is the energy that's in us, and that energy that we radiate out, people feel that. So somebody might apologize to you and say all the right things, and maybe they brought a gift or something to say, oh, well, I'm, I'm sorry. But if their energy doesn't support that, it's hard for us to trust their actions and their words because they lack authenticity. But when all three agree, if they come with an energy that's really contrite and and they're saying, I'm sorry, the verbal part, and they're doing something to correct it, uh, because all three agree, that's an authentic communication. And so being authentic has to start with us being settled within ourselves and not pretending, not playing a role and trying to win favors or to pay off some obligation, but being true to ourselves and in that authenticity, then the other person can learn to trust us. But if we're always playing a role, if we're always, you know, like um, trying to win some favors, you know, get popular or get more, you know, people to follow us on social media and, um, the, the person on the outside of that, looking at it, they can see that we're not authentic, we're not true, and so it's harder to trust us. Mm, trust is so important in this day and time. We should always want people to trust us as we build each other up as brothers and sisters, as I say, in Christ. Now we are going to take a short commercial break, but we will be right back with the one-on-one -on -one interview with Mr. Uh, I'm gonna get it right this time, Rio Timberlane <laughs> as he speaks on how he overcame addiction and is still overcoming challenges. And he's gonna give us a few tips and advice after the break, stay tuned. If you haven't already, please go purchase a copy of my debut book, Higher Heights, The Past is Behind Me and the Future is Before Me. My book is a 40-day devotional book about not allowing your past to hinder you from your future. God created us in his own image, and we should always make sure that we live every day to the fullest. No matter the many mistakes that we make, we can ask God for forgiveness and move on with our lives. You can purchase a copy of my book on any major retail website, such as Amazon, Barnes & Noble, or Target. If you would like to book me to speak at your next event, be a keynote speaker of your next Christian event, be a guest speaker at your church, or come and do a motivational presentation at your school, you can email imjadenwatkins at gmail.com. Please send a detailed message. 
That email again is I-A-M-J-A-Y-D-E-N-W-A-T-K-I-N-S at gmail.com. Please make sure that you follow me on all social media platforms on Instagram at I am Jaden Watkins, Facebook and YouTube Jaden Watkins. I am here with Mr. Rio Timberlane, and we are discussing how his pain produced his purpose. Uh, Mr. Rio, can you speak from your experiences um, of how you found and are continuing to find happiness while living in the chaotic, ever-changing world? Well, you know, there's a fundamental truth here um, that life asks us who we are. And if we answer clearly, then we can function well in life. But if we're not sure, if we mumble, then our life gets more confusing. So what we were talking about earlier about being authentic, you know, discovering within ourselves what really matters to us and who we actually are and not pretending, you know, putting on a show for the world to see, then life gets a lot more simple a lot easier to manage. And most of the things that we get all upset about tend to um, be things that we don't even have power to, to uh, if, you know, like change or to make work the way we want them to. So getting upset over it isn't going to, you know, accomplish anything. So using your energy in a different way with something that you do have power over is a lot wiser use of your energy and resources and makes it a lot easier because then you're actually affecting changes in an area that you have power to do so. So I think it comes back to that, being authentic, being clear about who we are, and when life asks us who we are, answering clearly. Answering clearly. How can peace come from within and how can we experience um, everlasting peace? <laughs> those are those are huge questions. Do you, do you plan these questions ahead of time? <laughs> um, so uh, inner, I think inner peace comes from that alignment when we're not in conflict with ourselves. I think most people tend to um, have like a a voice going on inside their head telling them that they're not living up to some expectation. And when we get rid of that voice and we live in the moment where then the peace is natural because we're living in the truth. Living in the moment. You said more than you thought you said right there. Uh, living in the moment. Sometimes this reminded me of something. Sometimes with new technology, I know this episode is talking about a new innovations a lot, but sometimes we are so focused, like going to parties, anniversaries, celebrations, out even to the grocery store, even driving. It's the new 
uh, where you can call people while you're driving. <laughs> you can, you know, you're taking pictures and video court and wanting to save the moment when you have celebrations. All that is cool. But sometimes we are more focused on trying to record something than we are in the actual moment. Yeah. Sometimes and, we forget. And, and the moment moment. the moment passes and, and the value of that moment, it's gone. We can't go back and get it when, when it's gone. And I think that a way to start being present is to practice listening. Like right now, you're really focused right on me, right? You're listening to every word that I say. You're, you're thinking about why, why I might say it that way and what it means, what the implication is. But you're listening to me, right? Everything that I say. Sometimes somebody will say something and we'll go off in our head having some other conversation and they continue talking, but we're not listening anymore. We're in our head with this whole other thing going on. And so practicing, learning to listen, actually hearing what the, what the other person is saying is a really good way to grow into that. Does that make sense? Yes, that does make sense. I reminded of a scripture. It says, be quick to listen. And basically, I'm going to paraphrase. It basically says, um, um, the Bible verse is going to pop up on the screen for those who are watching. But if you're just listening, um, you could search it up in your spare time. But I'm going to paraphrase, like I said. It says, be quick to listen and slow to speak. So always be um, attentive to the environment that you are in and pay close attention sometimes so that you can also live in the moment because your ex I say it in almost every episode seems like it, but your experiences produce wisdom. Wisdom does not come by age. It comes from experiences. So value your experiences and live in the moment. Uh, wherever you are, I just want you to open up your mouth and say, live in the moment. Just simply say that I want to live in the moment. Please help me to live in the moment. And I want to give you the challenge from whenever you're watching or whenever you're listening until a week from now to just live in the moment and value that moment because we can't go back in time. We cannot go back and change something. So don't have any regrets. Live in the moment and you will just experience such a um, transformational life by just remembering to live in the moment. Live today like it's your last day. So good. Awesome. Good. Great challenge there. Great challenge, <laughs> As Jayden. we try to uh, wrap up this episode because time is uh, winding down, I want to get to this new book that Mr. Rio is uh releasing soon entitled Lucid Love. Um, can you please tell us what inspired you to write this book? What inspired you to title it The Joy of Lucid Love? Well, um, it, after 20 years of working with people um, 
in a very you know individual and personal way on to help them solve uh, problems in their life you know they come to me usually with some behavior that's really troubling addiction or suicide or self-sabotage you know self-harm um, and we we in a process we end up digging into the subconscious programming that drives them into that behavior and um, a big part of every every session I've had with every client is ultimately about them learning how to love themselves with a uh, what would be um, scripturally referred to as you know the the kind of love that God has without condition um, without any judgment without any condemnation the the kind of love that lets them be true to themselves even if there's something that they're struggling with and um, so when I felt that it was time to to write from all of that experience over 20 years that was the main concept that um, came to me and actually the title I think was inspired I didn't sit down and work through different you know uh, prospects for a title it was just uh, when I felt it was time to write that was the title that that was clear within me and <laughs> I, I didn't even realize how powerful it would be the joy of lucid love when we are clear about the love that we're experiencing from others the love that um, we're able to give to ourselves and to give other people when we're clear about that the joy is just it's an automatic thing it just life becomes joyful and becomes joyful even in living in the moment yeah exactly yes and i love what you said there you said that christ's love um, as we say is indescribable and it has no boundaries, no limits, despite how many sins you may do, he will still love you. He will still care about you. And for you, from your experiences, you can always get back up from allowing your pain to produce your purpose. And now how from your experiences, you are helping someone else. Speaking of helping someone else, what legacy do you hope to leave behind one day? Well, I've already started it long, long time ago. And that was my, my transformative moment when uh, I started about 20 years ago, my journey to clean up my own belief system that was troubling that you know like if you believe that everybody is out to get you then that's what you're going to create you're going to create people that are out to get you if you believe that you are a beautiful person inside and that you have something to contribute to the world then that's what you're going to con you're going to create that and so i started on cleaning up the beliefs that I had that would that prevent me from being a kind and loving person to myself and to others and um, 
so that legacy is already started and the book will be um hopefully very uh inspiring and powerful for um people to be able to do that same thing in their lives great 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 do you have a release date for the book yet probably within about two weeks the first um collector's early edition it's not uh, uh there's uh, supporting parts, appendixes uh, like glossary and index and things like that that need to be done, uh, need to be completed for the finished version. But we're going to put out a an early version to get people involved and to give them an opportunity to give me feedback and see if there's something missing, because you know, like I've been living in my cave right and i don't know what kind especially like from your audience i would really love to hear from your audience teenagers who are um, interested in having healthy relationships and if the language is too difficult in the book maybe we can make it less uh i don't know like college level um yeah because maybe, i tend to use maybe, bigger words right and we understand maybe make um you're gonna release this book and then uh in uh after this one is released put a um i forgot the edition but it's another uh i think it's young adult edition yeah uh, so yeah that both something like that that where the language is just made more uh like refined for because you know, like <laughs> I, I have conversations with people who have PhDs all the time. And so it's, it's challenging for me to simplify the language. But if I get some feedback from people that, um, that we need that, then that's what we'll produce. So to answer your question, in a, f uh, a couple of weeks, we'll have the early edition. People can participate. We'll create a community where they can have conversation about what's in the book. And and we're, I want to learn from that and then build on that more value into a final version. That's wonderful. My last question very quickly. Where can the listeners follow you on social media to stay connected with you? Well, the simplest thing is to go to uh, rioworks.org, R-I-O-W-O-R-K-S.org. Wonderful, wonderful. Make sure that you all go visit his website and get ready for the release of what I believe will be an amazing book. Again, thank you, Mr. Rio Timber uh, Lane, for coming on the Preferable Podcast on today. Thank you, Jaden. Thank you for having me. I hope this episode bless you. Please share this episode with someone. Remember, you can always go back and listen to previous episodes on Apple Podcasts, Audible, and any other major podcasting platform. You can always watch the Preferable Podcast on my YouTube channel, which is Jaden Watkins. Please continue to donate to the Preferable Podcast so that new episodes can continue to be released. If you would like to advertise uh, products from your business, or if you would like to be a guest on the Preferable Podcast, you can email I-A-M-J-A-Y-D-E-N 
W-A-T-K-I-N-S at gmail.com. That is I am Jaden Watkins at gmail.com. If you are also interested in sponsoring an episode, you can also email that same email. You can donate through Cash App at dollar sign I am Jaden Watkins. That is dollar sign I A M J A Y D E N W A T K I N S. Or you can donate through PayPal at WJDN1. That is at WJAYDN1. All amounts are appreciated, no matter how big or how small. You can follow me on Instagram at I am Jaden Watkins. You can also visit my website as stated before, jadenwatkins.com. Again, I am Jaden Watkins saying I will and never stop making the world a better place.